Parallel lines we won't never cross. We still love each other, but at what cost? On the same plane, going the same direction, in two different lanes with no intersection. Parallel lines. So close, but you're so far away. No hope for us. That Mars today. Mars today, you must be Venus, Earth's in our way, cause I rush to see us, as more than friends, so the war begins, not to be morbid, but torment wins, mortal sins, I'm immortal though, feels warped again, where'd the portal go, it was immoral, you tore the soul, out my body, it was yours to hold, for sure the goal was to make you happy, Earth between us, need a breakthrough badly Instead we broke up and the lines are drawn Parallel, same plane I can't find Parallel lines, we won't never cross We still love each other, but at what cost? In the same plane, going the same direction In two different lanes, with no intersection Parallel lines We used to be so perpendicular Hit you up, nothing particular But over time it got trickier Changed angles after how thick we were You slid right, right as I slid left And we both slid down, although my skid's deaf Now our fortune shifted, lines going skyward Traffic in your lane was slow and I heard Been showing my nerd side to no avail Do you think of us? Have you told the tale? It's old and stale now, that story's played Attention deficit, so more he paid See, I can't even get that sentence out correctly Which I know you noticed, you were always about to check me We could've worked, as you know him very well Instead, our lives will keep going parallel Parallel lines We won't never cross We still love each other But at what cost? On the same plane Go in the same direction Into different lanes With no intersection Parallel lines Another smooth track for the ladies Parallel lines We are of course unparalleled here On KZRO And up next, speaking of unparalleled We got a track for the most special lady of all Princess herself, Jazzy Princess. Damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen, from Dimension 11, Cloud 9, you know the fucking deal, life in zero gravity, back again. I want to let you all know that I finished recording my next album. We're in the mixing process right now. A lot of it's already mixed. Shit's gonna, it's going fucking down. It's gonna slap. It's gonna be the album of the year. I'm just saying it now. Like, I don't really see much competition. There were some cool albums that came along, but I don't, nothing is as consistent and has as little filler. There's no filler on this album at all. No filler whatsoever. It's just straight. There's not a bunch of lame skits that bore people. Like, we're just going in. We're just going in with music, all types of different styles. I've dropped two teasers. I've dropped a single and a teaser, I should say. Technically two teasers, right? So, I hope y'all fuck with it. It's going the fuck down. Big Zero. Back at it again. I am in the middle this weekend. <laughs> I'm working fucking 32 hours in one weekend. Six to two 16-hour shifts. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm making shit happen. So I thought it would be fun to do this. I just got off a 16-hour shift right now. I got another one scheduled in less than eight hours. I would be fucking exhausted, but I'm going to fight through. And I'm going to enjoy myself. And I just, you know, I got to say, with all these fucking billionaires going to space... I've worked for companies owned by billionaires, right? 
got paid shit wages. My first job, I made eight thirty-five an hour. That same job pays literally double that now. No joke. <laughs> so, and I'm not mad. I think that that job always should have paid that much. But it is kind of wild to think in ten years that it has changed that much. You know, it, it trips me out. It's a good thing, and I don't think the cost of living has gone up as much as uh, wages have. Like it has gone up. Like the apartment that I lived at, a couple, of, you know, will that be about a year now? We got about a year ago. Uh, when we moved in, it was like thirteen ninety five. When we moved out, we were paying like fourteen eighty five. We lived there for a little over two years, which is kind of wild to fucking raise it like a hundred dollars in two years. Like that's significant. But then when we left, the shit was almost 1800 and they didn't do shit. They didn't fix the same shit that was, like, messed up from when we first moved in. They didn't give a fuck. They were just getting their money. <laughs> but on the bright side, the last landlord that I had, fucking, um, they sent me a check and I did not expect it. Because what they did is, like, instead of, uh giving me my security deposit back they were gonna just like take it out of my rent and then I thought oh after that's all done I'm not gonna get shit you know like they're not gonna give me anything but honestly they gave me more than I expected so I'm grateful for that it's just a a lot of things are going right other than my fucking love life which which is absolute trash <laughs> a lot of other shit is actually going really well and I honestly can't complain too much so fucking I'm, I'm excited for this album I, it's wild to me to think that fucking um so i was literally tearing up my back destroying my fucking back at home depot for my first job as a lot attendant picking up 90 90 pound bags of concrete 60 pound bags of concrete i do like 30 of them at a fucking time 50 of them at a time just fucking my back up for a measly fucking 835 an hour and now I'm getting paid fucking goddamn man. <laughs> Trying to think of how much more it is. Hold up, let me do this fucking math. So let's see. Is it really? It's it's like five times as much now. Wow. Oops, I kinda revealed my wages. My bad. I didn't mean to do that. I honestly didn't, but fuck it, I'm gonna keep it in the show. So like and and the job I have now. It's so much less taxing on the body. It's so much less work, you know. I am working these crazy fucking 16-hour shifts, but that was a choice. I didn't have to do that. And, I mean, I'm getting overtime all over the place, fucking double time. Fucking, I, like, my check was, like, more... It was, like, $300 more than I expected. So it's kind of wild. Like, I honestly... I didn't know. I just kept waiting for there to be a catch with this job. And it just, like, it just keeps getting better over time. And I'm just like, wow. It's crazy to think, honestly. Like, all the shit jobs I had. When I, when I got a fucking bachelor's degree, I was making $12 an hour as a fucking scanner. And I thought that, uh, for going from 8 to 12, I was like, oh, shit, son. I'm stacking chips. <laughs> but then when I really think about it, I'm like, that's fucking terrible for someone with a college degree to make fucking $12 an hour. I had a bachelor's degree making $12 an hour. It's trash. Super trash. So, all that being said, man, um, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. And it's nice to finally, like, it's weird to be in an environment where I'm like, literally, like, nobody has a problem with me. Like, I've never had that in a job environment. It's kind of, I guess I have. You know what? You know what? The last traditional job I had, nobody had a problem with me. I got along really well, you know, and I was almost like, I was honestly probably the most well-liked person in the building. The last traditional job, because I've been working for myself a lot the last few years, and uh, I was doing all types of shit, you know. Even Amazon, that's not a traditional job because you're alone a lot of the time. You interact with, like, workers, like, before and after shifts for a few minutes, but for the most part, you're alone. So, this is the first time in a long time I've interacted with people, and it's crazy because, like, fucking, I can tell that so many of the women, like, a really high percentage of them find me attractive, and I'm just like, where the fuck was this at? Maybe I was just oblivious to it before, because, like, girls have said stuff like, 
uh, I remember one of my ex-girlfriend's friends, like, she would, she saw me walking around in high school, and she was like, yeah, he just knows he's attractive. That's what she said to me. He just knows that he's attractive. I'm like, I thought I was fucking ugly at that point. I didn't think I was attractive, and then my fucking ex is calling me a six, like I said last week. So fucking all that together, I was like, I, I don't think I'm attractive. Shit. But so it was kind of funny that she said like that I had that attitude, like that air about myself, because I'm like, I really don't, girl. I don't think much of myself at all. Like, it's funny that you think that, but honestly, I don't. <laughs> but then now, like, um, what's hilarious is I literally got the opposite compliment today. Super random. I had super long conversations with my coworkers, all of them. All of them female today. Uh, well, actually, for the first half of that, I should say. Had a super long conversation. And in the end, like, I don't know. It's like I came away with, like, a new sense of, like, wow, man. Like, I don't know what it is, but I really appeal to people now. I think they know I'm real, you know? I think people see that as rare these days. <laughs> Not to brag, but regardless irregardless just kidding <laughs> i appreciate everything man and um it's been nice like oh that's what i was gonna say so opposite compliment like i actually had a girl say you're so humble trip me out like i think it's just because i'm i'm in the trenches i'm doing the work that like i don't like get a big head about it and think i'm above anything you know I think people know, but it's weird because for a long time, I don't think that was how I was viewed. And now, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird feeling being in this position of power. Like I used to get in trouble for things I didn't do. And now I get credit for things I didn't do. Like, I don't know how it flipped, but it flipped one day. If you want to hear more of that, stay tuned to Life in Zero Gravity. Money is just stacking up these days and I'm not I've never been one that's all about money you know I think the main thing that I want money for a lot of people want money to own like a, a mansion or some shit I think that's the thing people think of I want a big ass house like I want a I want a nice car I want multiple cars and like some of that stuff sounds cool I don't know how big of a house I would really want to get regardless of money but um I want to travel like that's what I want to do I see money as a way to travel, you know? Hopefully they don't make everyone get the vaccine to travel. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't know, man. Like, I know a lot of y'all, like, support the vaccine to no end. And <clears throat> I'm not going to say that the vaccine won't be the right thing in the, in the long run. But it's sus, man. We never seen shit like this. We never seen them push everyone to get a fucking vaccine this hard, bro. We've never seen this. It's sus to me. Like anytime before it started, like if you mention the vaccine in text, fucking they'll add like a little like visit the CDC website to learn more about the vaccine to your like post. Right. If you said anything about it on social media. Now, if you say it in audio, it adds it. That is sus to me. The fact that they have like them already adding that, you know, that that. That they can, like, that they're monitoring the audio that you're using that closely to where they automatically add vaccine information to you talking about the vaccine in a video. Nobody thinks that's weird. I guess some of us do. I think it's fucking weird. I'm sorry. I think it's fucking weird. And, like, it's funny to me because, like, the super anti-vax conspiracy theorists, yeah, they look a little crazy. But you motherfuckers that support the vaccine at all costs look pretty fucking crazy to me as well. The one thing that you don't fucking think about is how much fucking Pfizer donates to media companies. How much, what type of stakes that Pfizer owns in media companies. Look at, look at a lot of the fucking, 
I just look at like um your any TV stations. A lot of them are sponsored by fucking Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, that type of shit. They're sponsored by the companies making the vaccine. So when a news report comes on those stations about the vaccine, hmm, do you think that just maybe they'd be inclined to maybe omit some of the negative side effects? <laughs> like our our country is so fucked in some ways. And that's one of the main ways. It's just the fact that everything is such a fucking business that like we control like all the pharmaceutical companies control s giant swaths of the media. Like that's the reality of it. They control giant swaths of the media. And no and a lot of y'all are just like, "No. I'll keep suckling from big pharma's teeth." <laughs> Like I, I've seen, I've talked to women who are like super pro vaccine. I just stopped talking about the vaccine with people, honestly, unless like I know that you and I are on the same page because it's become like a fucking political thing and they're trying to make it a war of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. That's what they're trying to do. And some of the shit is sus to me. Like, I, I just don't know. Like the fact that they're going to require you to get the vaccine to go to a Cal State college Nobody thinks that's f kind of fucked. I don't know, man. Like, it's just some weird shit. I just don't feel like the re the necessary research has been done on the side effects of this shit. And I swear, like, y'all have not fucking learned your lesson. How many fucking times do we see, and I've said this before, how many times do we see on the news or, like, on commercials fucking are you are are you or a family member experiencing side effects from blank medication <laughs> did you or a family member die i guess they wouldn't be saying you but like has have any of your loved ones died from this fucking medication and y'all don't think that it's that it's like possible thousands at least thousands of people have died from these vaccines but that's just negligible, right? That doesn't, it's all good. I remember I was looking at it and like, I forgot what I was looking at, but I was like, okay, what's the deaths from COVID compared to the deaths from the vaccine? And it was pretty fucking similar this one month. And I'm like, for real? Not that many people are dying of COVID right now, at least in America. And um, thousands of people a month are dying from vaccines. Thousands of people a month are dying from COVID. You can look it up for yourself. So just doing the math every time i do i do the math on this shit covid at the most it has like a five percent fatality rate right the vaccines are like around 95 percent effective so for the other let's say every every single person gets the vaccine that means those five percent are still susceptible people are still i've seen that there's there's outbreaks among vaccinated people like a lot of the people like they keep trying to push this narrative like oh it's it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated but then you look at it and it's like fucking there's areas where 74 percent of the people who have covid right now are vaccinated so it's not a pandemic of the unvaccinated as far as i can tell i don't know where they got that info <laughs> this is the thing man is like if big pharma is paying for ad space they're going to say good things about the fucking vaccine. It's in their best interest. They're making fucking money off of the vaccine. Is that really that hard to understand? Is it that fucking crazy and irrational to you that like there just may be some side effects that they haven't put out there yet? They got a team of lawyers to prevent people from suing too, by the way. And honestly, they're making so much money from this and other shit that even if they get sued, I mean, they'll be fine. They don't give a fuck. The people in power don't, they don't really care for their own convenience. Because the, the thing is, outbreaks shut down businesses. So it's all business, right? These outbreaks shut down businesses. People stopped making money. That's what it comes down to. It's all about the almighty dollar in the end.
So they they push this thing. Well, if everyone gets vaccinated, then we can't spread it. Yeah, it does lessen the spread. It does do that. I'm not saying it doesn't. What I'm saying is like a lot of the shit that we even take, birth control fucks women up. People have been taking that, for example. You know, there's shots of birth. Like birth control has shots. It fucks women up. It fucks their bodies up, you know. And that's been around for a long time. Other vaccines have fucked people up. So to think that it's just all cool, like there's no risk involved, and everyone who doubts the, the pharma gods is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> if that's like your mentality, you sound just as crazy as somebody who says that there's microchips in the vaccines. You know, you, you sound just as crazy to me. I guess I'm in the middle, kind of. I'm like, I'm not anti-vax at all. I mean, I know vaccines have, have helped in a lot of ways. I just think any new medicine, you're taking a risk. And for you to act like it's foolproof and to fucking thumb your nose at, at people who are like, huh, maybe we should wait a second and see about that. I don't know, man. You just look like kind of an asshole to me. <laughs> like a smug asshole thinking that you know best when you don't know shit. Honestly, you don't know shit. You're going off of what other fucking people told you, you know. Even the medical experts have, have changed their takes multiple times. Ventilators fucked people up. Ventilators were killing people. They were putting people on ventilators thinking that was saving them. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't even fully understand COVID yet. Everything is a fucking COVID symptom. If you breathe, that's like a COVID symptom. <laughs> Everything's a fucking COVID symptom. So how do you really know if it's COVID, you know? I know they have tests for it, but a lot of these tests can't even, like, test for the Delta variant. So it's like, the fuck? Or there's, like, a Lambda variant now, right? I don't know, man. People are, people, and, and you, you know what it is? The people that are really spreading the vaccine right now, one of the biggest groups is people that got vaccinated and think they don't have to wear a mask now because people tell them they don't. Because they say, oh, vaccinated people don't have to wear masks here. Special treatment. Guess what, motherfucker? You can still spread it. You can still get it. It's still possible for you to get it. So you being careless about shit. We're going to be in this for years. I'm telling you right now. It's already been over a year. What are we at? Almost a year and a half into this shit. It's going to last for years. And it's because the powers that be didn't handle it the fucking right way. You know, they fucked up. They fucked us all. And th here, that's where we are now. So wear your fucking mask. Like, don't think that you don't have to wear it just because you got vaccinated. You can still get COVID. You can still spread COVID. Don't be a dick. Like, you're not special. You're not special because you conformed. <laughs> you're not special because you conformed to peer pressure. <laughs> I know a lot of people won't like this shit. I, I say that a lot on here. I speak my fucking mind and it's like, I don't need everyone to like me. I've said that before. I've said that so many times. I used to. Like, for those of you out there that worry about people liking you, I used to be in your boat. Once I stopped fucking caring and just embraced my true self and, and started being me, I felt such a sense of relief. I would highly advise you to do the same. Form your own opinions. We need more of that. That's why movies don't have originality. That's why music doesn't have originality these days. That's why art is fucking... It's just cookie cutter. Because people are afraid to take risks on original ideas. People are afraid to be the first. Don't be afraid to be the fucking first. Because every time... Everything was done for the first time at one point. Everything you ever tried, it was the first time you tried it at one point. You understand that, right? Everything in life is new until you do it. So, take the fucking chance. What the fuck do you have to lose? Stop holding this back. We need to advance more. <laughs> we need more. Oh, that sounds arrogant. We need more people like me who aren't afraid to take the risk, though. So, take them. <sighs> Mis piernas tienen muchos sueños. 
been having to speak a lot more Spanish lately, and <laughs> my legs are feeling it after these the working thirty two hours in the last two days. My God, I feel better though. <laughs> I feel feel better. It's coming together. <laughs> but um, I apologize. This show is delayed. This is the first delayed episode I can remember in a long time. I kind of knew it was going to happen to an extent because, like, I was literally working, like, I hadn't recorded the show yet during the weekend. And I was working 16 hours each day. I was trying to do it, like, in between, like, on breaks and shit. I got a little of it done, but I didn't get enough done to put out an episode. So it will still come out on the day, but it is delayed by, it's going to be delayed by over 12 hours now. So my apologies to the listeners out there. I like to think that some of you tune in and get excited. I mean, clearly you do. You keep listening. I appreciate you. I feel like we're we're going to talk a lot of vaccine stuff today. I feel like that's just going to be the nature of it. So, something that I haven't seen the media cover a lot, mainstream media, is these massive vaccine protests that are going down. It's like 160,000 people in Paris and like hundreds of thousands in other cities and stuff. We're probably up to a couple million worldwide protesting them, uh, forcing you to get the vaccine if you want to get a passport. So basically, you can't legally leave the country without injecting yourself into... Injecting yourself with... Something that hasn't been totally cleared by a lot of health officials. I understand we all want this virus to go away. I don't think anyone wants this to happen. For one, we're going to be in this for years, like I said. But you are opening the door for some very interesting things. I don't think you want the government to decide to make you do something if you want to leave. We already like we already live the government already controls so much of our lives. All of our governments. It's not just one government. And I a lot of times this whole thing feels like the government testing out just how much they can make you do before you say, hey, you know, enough is enough. <laughs> now you can't leave. Like, we already had it where, like, we couldn't enter other countries. Like, the U.S. was, like, banned from traveling to other countries. And now they're doing that again. And now they're banning other countries from traveling anywhere. It might happen here. I don't know if they could do that here. I think people are a little too independent here. I don't know if they'd go for that. But I could see them trying it. I don't think that would work here. I don't think... All those, like, rednecks in the South, they're not going to go for that shit, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and honestly, I see people making it like a, a, a Trump thing. Like, they're making it... A lot of people do that. They're like, oh, if you don't support the vaccine 100%, you must love Trump. And it's like... Clearly, y'all don't talk to a lot of black people, because I don't see black people ever saying that. A lot of black people I know are very skeptical of the vaccine. <laughs> like, a high percentage of black people I know are skeptical about the fucking vaccine, and for good reason. Look at the Tuskegee incident. Look at the, the way the U.S. has treated black people over time. Look at all the fucking, look at Planned Parenthood, research Planned Parenthood, look at all the fucked up shit that health officials have done to black people in this country. I think they, they have, I don't, I don't know if I want to say a right, but fuck it, they have a right to question a fucking vaccine that is sus. It's sus. Anything that, like, they are pushing this much is sus. I'm sorry. And I understand, like, think about it like this. 
after September 11th, after those attacks, how many people, it was a, a really high percent, I think Bush had like a 90% approval rating, like one of the highest approval ratings ever, maybe the highest ever, he had. Because everybody was all murkered out at that point. So Bush wasn't, a, as we know, he wasn't a particularly popular president. In fact, he was pretty much universally, I don't want to say hated, but he had really low approval ratings at the end of his run. Went from, like, I think the highest that it's ever been polled. I don't know if back in the day, everybody was just, like, licking presidential boots, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, like, he fell off really hard at the end. But that 9-11 attack really made him a popular figure. It, it made Rudy Giuliani a popular figure. At this point, he's like, Rudy Giuliani, I mean, maybe some Republicans like him, but he's pretty universally, like, panned at this point. <laughs> He's become like a caricature of himself. But that uniting moment brought them together. And I think COVID has been that in a way. This has been something for us all to work together on. And we should. We should all try to do better. We should all take precautions. I'm not even saying that a vaccine isn't the answer. It may be the answer in the future. I don't think it's the answer now. I think it's a it's a quick fix. It's an attempt at a quick fix to a problem that's not going to go away. And if you motherfuckers would just sit down, if you would chill a little bit, if you would take the precautions, if you'd be cleaner, if you'd wear masks, probably wear face shields too, honestly, wear some glasses or something to protect your eyes. If you did all that, we'd be out of this a lot sooner than we are, you know, so you have extended this process <laughs> by being careless, by being selfish, and it's kind of funny, because let's be honest, you can make it like, oh, I'm doing, I'm getting the vaccine because it's the right thing to do, because I'm protecting everyone. You're getting the vaccine because you think that it'll stop you from getting coronavirus. You're doing it for yourself most of the time. You're doing it for selfish reasons and you're trying to make it a noble thing. As if you're like this like somewhat heroic figure. <laughs> you're not really heroic. You caved to peer pressure and you did what the fucking pharma cartel sponsored media told you to do. Good job, hero. <laughs> Isn't it sus that, like, multiple medical staffs have had strikes against wanting to get the COVID vaccine? People who work in hospitals don't want to get the vaccine? Isn't that sus? Does that raise any eyebrows? With some of you, you're not skeptical at all. You're not thinking, huh, that's kind of odd that the healthcare professionals are skeptical about this vaccine. <laughs> I don't know, is that weird to you at all? But I guess, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think there is a lot of free thought out there. I don't think people think for themselves a lot. I think people, as much as they act like they rebel, they get scared. The sheep get scared and they need a shepherd in the dark nights. <laughs> they need... A guide, you know. Everybody has different shepherds. But a lot of you have shepherds. A lot of you are afraid to just do things on your own. I want to. I wish. I honestly wish I could do everything on my own. I wish I could just like. Have my own place. Have like land. Grow all my own stuff. I wish I could do that. I wish I had the, the time and the resources to do that. I wish I could kind of live off the grid. I wish I could, I, but I know that's not for everyone. A lot of people 
like the security of the nine to five consistent paychecks and all that. I don't know. I guess I have a different personality type. To me, that's that life is almost like a cage, you know? And it's hard. What's worse than that is like the way that a lot of contractors for Amazon schedule their hours, which is honestly related to Amazon. So when I work for Amazon, I wouldn't know if I was working on Monday until Friday. Like two days before, I had two days notice every week for my schedule. Never could make plans. Anytime you tried to do anything, it was like a big deal. They didn't want you to, like, have a life outside of Amazon, basically. They wanted your life to be dedicated to working for Amazon. That's what they wanted, which is crazy. And they work you so much to the point where you're so tired, you don't really have time for anything else when you work for Amazon. So I had to get away. I had to free myself. But I know a lot of people are content with that life. They want the consistent pay. They're like, oh, we get overtime? I'm like, I don't really want to work overtime unless it's worth it. <laughs> I was making, like, less than half. I think I was making, like, a third of what I'm making now to work for Amazon. To tear up my body every day. To tear up my body for 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week. Never have time for a life outside of Amazon. No real health benefits, nothing. And a lot of you, like, suckle the Bezos teats. I don't think you know what the fuck they do to people. And, like, when a business like that expands, when an Amazon or Walmart... Or any of those places expand and they pay shit wages to people while their CEOs are billionaires. And they put all the mom and pop shops out of business. You know? I don't think you realize what that does. Just totally fuck areas up. Remove their... Remove the personality from the areas. It's like... Cor it's corporate gentrification. It really is. That's exactly what it is. And um, the people make horrible wages. I mean, now they make more than they did, but it's not enough. Can you imagine, like, in California, I believe minimum wage is like 15 now. If not, it's close. I was getting 15 an hour a couple of years ago to drive for Amazon. People people make more than double that to drive for UPS for less work <laughs> and for a set schedule more. Because you, you know why? Because UPS is unionized. But some of you have, like, you've licked. It's almost like I feel like some of you boot lickers, like some of these boots must be like those toads that people lick because you just fucking hallucinate and become delusional and somehow you think that that's acceptable <laughs> somehow you think that that you've licked so many boots that made you hallucinate to the point that you think unions are evil how could like uniting workers fighting for higher wages and more benefits how could that be like a bad thing i just fail to see that it's like you, so many people side with like the CEOs, the people that run these companies that are millionaires, billionaires, and you'll quickly side with them over your fellow workers who are, who are just scraping by to live. You side with them over that. Like you're that easy to control. You're that easy to manipulate. You have to be told what to listen to, what to watch. The algorithm feeds you. The algorithm spoon feeds your whole life. The algorithm gave you your personality. <laughs> it's all algorithm. 
I think we'll get into that more on another episode because I feel like we could go on that topic for a long time. But the point is, so much of people's lives is determined by outside forces. And there's not a lot of uh, individuality, honestly. It's just whatever you've been told to like, whatever you've been sold to like. (laughs) That's what it is. And a lot of you don't even know. I mean, you go about your lives as usual and do your thing and punch in, punch out, put in your 40 hours, go home. I don't know. Nobody really steps outside of that box. And that's why the world is in the state that it's in. I'm not trying to blame it all on, like, people not uh, having original thought. But it is a lot of that, honestly. It is a lot of that. (laughs) A lot of the problems in the world. Think about, like, racism. Somebody buying into some dumb idea. Just people being scared. Higher-ups convincing people that, like, people that look different from them are, like, an enemy somehow. They pit, they pit poor white people against, like, brown and black people for centuries, really. Continues to happen. So much, there was so much opposition to Black Lives Matter for so many years. Yeah. Despite the horrible history that this country has had with how they've treated black people and and other people. Somehow, you guys sided with the CEOs again, the ones who run it. You suckled from your corporate teats. (laughs) And that's, you know, (laughs) it's not surprising, but it is sad. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to have most of them. (laughs) I just want people to think more for themselves. You know? I don't want you to be sheep. I don't want you to continue to allow people to tell you what to do, what to believe. Maybe I'm doing that by doing this. I'm telling you not to do that. Which isn't, in a way, telling you what to do, huh? And what to think. Telling you not to let people tell you what to think is telling you what to think, isn't it? (laughs) There's no end. There's no way around it. We're all doomed. (laughs) But, you know, I, I try to provide different perspectives. I feel like I always have a different perspective. I don't think like normal people do. (laughs) I have a weird way of thinking about the world. And it makes people uncomfortable at times. What's weird, though, is, like, I swear, like, in a weird way, COVID has been great for me. This whole thing, it has allowed me to step away from a traditional workplace for long enough that when I came back to it, I felt so much like I get along so amazingly with people now. And it's so weird. It's like even people that don't get along. I get along with both of them. I'm like, really? You don't like that person? Huh? You know, I don't say anything. I just make a mental note of it. And I'm like, wow. And there's like no one I don't get along with. I think it's like I can fully see people for who they are. And everyone has good and bad. Some people have more bad, more good than others. (laughs) That's all subjective anyway, but nobody's perfect. Nobody's, like, flawless, right? We all got our own things going on. I mean, other than me, but all you motherfuckers are just kind of playing catch-up. No, but um, I think I see people more. I don't know. It's like, I guess I've been through enough of my life, too. And it's weird. It's like going through all the, a lot of horrible things in your life really puts everything in perspective where it's like, ah, I know what you're capable of. I don't hold you on a pedestal, but I don't, like, look at you like you're, like, a terrible person either. There's a handful of people that I kind of look at as terrible people, but for the most part, there's not anyone I put on a pedestal anymore. I think everyone's capable of everything. 
If you expect me to put you on a pedestal, I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> but I'm happy to try to do something different, you know. Try to shake up the game, change things. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to take on a new responsibility, a new job, and something rewarding. There's a lot I want to do, you know. There's a lot coming in the future. And I know this episode might piss a lot of you off. A lot of you have fully bought into these vaccines. I've just seen enough stuff where I'm not even saying, I'm honestly not even saying that it's overall a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's enough sus shit around it to where I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm not going to get that shit, you know, unless like I'm forced, basically. I don't see myself signing up for that in the near future. Now, maybe down the line. But this is, you got to remember, I'm somebody who never gets flu shots, and I never fucking get sick. I never get the flu. I'll go, I usually, like, maybe once a year I'll get sick. People that get these flu shots get sick, like, every couple months. They get sick multiple times a year. I never get them. I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot in my life. And... I've probably been sick like under 20 times in my whole life. Honestly. I don't get sick every year. (laughs) So. Definitely under 30. I guess the range is probably somewhere 20 to 30. Can you say you've only been sick that much? Honestly? (laughs) I don't know. Things keep moving forward. I keep moving forward. I keep trying to be a better person every day, and that's all I can really do. I know a lot of people want to understand me. A lot of people don't want to understand me, and I'm fine with that. I just keep doing what I'm doing. I think you should all keep doing what you're doing, unless you're doing, you know, like obviously morally wrong things. (laughs) Don't let anyone tell you how to live and who to be. Do what makes you happy. Just don't live by the golden rule. As I've said so many times, I have to pummel it into people's heads, apparently. Treat people as you want to be treated. All right, I'm going to wrap this one up. Stay tuned. KZR Sports. So I tried to do this segment last night and I was falling asleep. I fucked up. But biggest news, obviously, Westbrook to the motherfucking Lakers. I've been a big fan of Westbrook. He's been my favorite player in the league for a while. And I'm not going to lie. There's times where I, I, I want to say I turned my back on Brody, but I was like, fuck, man. Stop fucking shooting so much. You can't fucking shoot. Like, he's so good at everything else. It's It really sucks for him that he's not very good at shooting. Because he's so... He's literally so good at everything else in the game of basketball. I guess he turns the ball over a bit much. But he's so good at all the other fucking things. Passing. He's good at defense. You know, he's such an offensive powerhouse that he doesn't end up playing defense all the time. He's good at defense. He's good at rebounding. He's good at passing. You know, he's good. He has good handles. He has, like, the intangibles where he can take over a game. Triple-double king. MVP. Only player to ever average a triple-double in multiple seasons. He's done it in four seasons. (laughs) With different teams. You know. And people shit on him. Because his shooting percentage isn't very good. And he's not that efficient and it's like it just shows you a lot about this how sports are the fact shooting is and don't get me wrong shooting is 
probably the most important thing in basketball, but everything else fucking matters, and defense always gets written off. You know? It's one of the reasons why, as much as I as, as I like LeBron, and I guess we got to see how the rest of his career plays out, but I have Jordan ahead of LeBron, and it's mostly because of defense. Because Jordan won Defensive Player of the Year. LeBron hasn't won that. You know, he hasn't even really been all that close. And people, I know, like, LeBron stands up like, he could win it if he wanted to. Well, he hasn't won it, and a lot of times he doesn't play that good a defense. Jordan was always playing. He was, when he played, he was the best player on both ends of the court for most of his career. So that, that's why I have him ahead of LeBron, you know? Not to mention the fact that, I mean, the dude, all the scoring titles he won. So not only are you the best defender on the court, you won all these scoring titles. And on top of that, I mean, he's shooting 50% from the field, comparable to LeBron. Maybe LeBron shot a little better, like, by percentage points. But the thing is, the defense was tougher in Jordan's era. And I I see LeBron stands that be like, oh, well, Jordan was playing against plumbers and all that. Jordan's competition was tough, and it becomes incredibly tougher when you're getting knocked around, you know, when when people are allowed to play that type of defense. Go and look at that. Go and look at how they played defense in the 90s and 80s. It was a different game. Like, now if you breathe on someone, it's like a technical. Or it's an ejection and shit. I sound like an old head now. But anyway, the point is, Westbrook. In the same mold as Jordan, Kobe, players like that. He has the Mamba mentality. If you as a Laker fan are skeptical about this, just just wait. <laughs> just wait. That tenacity, he ha- that's the thing he has. Like, There's a lot of things that LeBron does better than Westbrook. Westbrook's killer instinct is... I would say it's bar none in the league at this point. He has that that Kobe gene, that Jordan gene. Part of the reason why he's brand Jordan and why Jordan's such a fan of his. He's going he's coming home. He's from LA. He's coming home. He's gonna light up the Staples Center every fucking night. He's gonna drop fifty a couple times, probably. He's gonna drop thirty a lot. He's going to light up the floor. His efficiency is going to go way up. You saw it went up when he had Harden with him. It's going to go up even more with, with fucking one of the best passers in the league feeding him. Harden wasn't Harden then. KD was pretty much KD, but Harden wasn't Harden. Harden was a bench player. It wasn't the same. It wasn't uh, a guy with four chips in LeBron (laughs) or a guy with one chip in Anthony Davis. It wasn't that. That Thunder team was not that. So this is a whole different ball game, no pun intended. I don't think people think about that. (laughs) Like, when you're the star on a team... Everybody's keying in on you defensively. It it brings your efficiency down. So, yeah, his efficiency might not have been great, but now that he has other people around him that draw, that are going to draw a lot of the defense, his efficiency is going to go way up, and you're going to see probably the best. You're going to, I'm not even going to say probably, you're going to see the best Westbrook you've ever seen. I know some people are skeptical. I'm actually surprised that it seems like most people fully embrace the move. I think Lakers fans like a player like Westbrook. They're used to that. They had Kobe for 20 years. I don't think they're used to LeBron as much, at least this generation. Because LeBron has more of a magic attitude. You know? I think LeBron would probably, I mean, Lakers fans have slowly come around to loving LeBron. Some of those weird, like, (laughs) Kobe stands that were, like, against it at first. I was like, you know, this is the best player in the league and he's on your team, right? Why are you mad? (laughs) Like, 
they don't play the same position. Kobe's legacy is always going to be safe in L.A. LeBron is never going to be Kobe in L.A. It's just not possible. Nobody, I don't think, I don't know if any athlete can do that. It would literally take, like, some athlete getting drafted here and staying here for 20 years and winning, like, what, six championships or something? Seven to maybe top Kobe? That's not, it's very unlikely for that to happen. It's it's an extreme rarity. In fact, outside of Jordan, that's the only time that's ever happened. I guess there's Bill Russell, but I don't really look at that the same. Like, a lot of the best players were in the ABA at that time. So I don't really look at that as, like, the same thing. We kind of, we had that with Magic, you know, but... Magic didn't play as long as Kobe, so he wasn't here as long. Still a legend in his own right. I feel like Magic and Kobe are on kind of equal footing, but I feel like even before Kobe passed away, there was something about Kobe that just made him the top Laker ever. And I think Westbrook is in that similar... He's not going to be Kobe either. He's 32. He's not going to be here 20 years. He's not going to be playing when he's 52. He probably has, I'd say, at least five years of really high-level basketball in him. Maybe he'll be on the Lakers, maybe not. But I think they're going to win a chip, and Lakers fans will be happy. And speaking of chips, the Dodgers add Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. I always want to call him Mac. I think it's because it sounds more German to me, because Scherzer sounds super German. They added the... The two-colored-eyed bandit. And they added Trey Turner. So the Dodgers are probably winning the World Series this year. We're going to celebrate again in L.A. I don't have too much more to say. I was mostly hyped about the Westbrook thing. But honestly, that Dodger thing is, is huge as well. So it's looking good. I don't have too much more to say. So I'm going to wrap this up. There will be more sports next week as always. Now, let us read from the Book of Grab. <clears throat> Yay! That's our show, so you know, KZRO with Big Zero. I know I was a little low energy this week, understandably, but be back next week stronger than ever. Gotta get a guest on. I've been wanting to have a guest on again. It's always fun to me. But this week was just too hectic. I mean, I worked every day of the week. <laughs> and, uh... I don't know, I'm just really tired at this point, and I didn't have the time to put that all together, so I just had to make it happen, you know? Like I always do. I've, since I started this, I never wanted to miss a day. I never wanted to miss a time, so I always wanted to make it happen. And uh, so far, so good. I know we're late this week, but hey, we got it done, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, I enjoyed, like, I'm glad that I decided not to try to force it last night because I was so tired that it would have been terrible content. Some of it was done last night before I got to that level of exhaustion. I also apologize for all this background noise, but it's now over. Stop that, Leroy. Okay, peace until next week. Chasing paper but blazing trails Adding to the list of amazing fails Get that crap rap decapitated This is a raw, dope, encapsulated The masses made it for the massacres of the masses Murked in the fastest, blurred, smashy nerds None of you fast scare me Riding shines bright, the rays on Bradbury Hit my pen, I'm <laughs> That's just a tease, not the full track Album coming soon <laughs>